Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. I'm gonna roll out the barrel cause the gang's all here. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We're very excited to have you back, Frank. Morning, Jim. I miss you when you're not around. Oh, thank you. I feel like I've been away for ten years. uh, Martin Gare. Do you remember Martin Guerre? I do. Who's he? It was a film with um, Gérard Depardieu in which he... In which um, he disappeared for years and then turned back up at this village and they weren't sure if it was him or not. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Mm. And now that's you here. Yeah. Did your past still definitely me? (laughs) It could be Anthony Cotton. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, would you know? My driver was talking about you this morning, Frank. Oh, yes? It wasn't one I'd had before. And he said... uh, Oh, what's the show then? I'm I tense. Said, I'm a little bit <laughs> tense. I, yeah. I said, Frank Skinner. He went, they think it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's, um, in recent weeks, uh, <laughs> top gear. They think it's all over. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. They obviously have a sense that they've seen me somewhere. They think you're vaguely sportive. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it must be. Mm. I, um, uh, speaking of um, people from the television, I, uh, I was in the city centre of London mm-hmm. um, next to the Palace Theatre. Oh, yeah. OK. And, uh, which is currently at the home of the Commitments. Yes. Mm. Which um, I know a lot of people like. Am I on one of those open-top buses to take you through <laughs> London and give you a tour? <laughs> no, That's no. what it feels like. I'm just setting the scene, OK, you know. darling. I've mean, you know, you... got a distinct vibe that Frank did not like the commitments as well, much as I mean, people, look, I, I think that was what I've learned to accept, to... as I've got older, that we don't all like the same things, and mm-hmm. I don't condemn anyone for their likes. I'm a bit of a commitments-phobe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like, um, you know, once I hear the phrase Mustang Sally, uh-huh. I reach for my revolver. Uh-huh. <laughs> But I know people like it, and God bless them. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I was um, walking uh, outside there. Who should I bump into but um, former X Factor star Melanie Masson? Do you remember? Oh her? yes, I do. I she do. was uh, long red curly hair. Yes, yeah, she had. She was a. She had that sort of rock chick feel to her. You know, sort of like Janis Joplin type right. thing. And one of those really powerful... She wore denim flares. Yeah. Right. Married to the yeah. comedian Forbes mass on, I believe. Is that, is that correct? Is that correct, right. yes. Oh, yeah, OK. So, um, yes. Den- um, she looks like, I imagine, if there's any female listeners to Absolute, um, that's what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> it's Den- a bit Carol denim, Decker. denim flares, cascading hair. Hair like a waterfall. Like, yes. it, like a waterfall. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or a force, as I believe they called them in the Lake District. That's where you get the phrase hair force. Mm. <laughs> so any, no. Maybe dub, double denim and a big belt buckle. But she looked, she, I t- it was one of those people who looks like she's found her look and it's right. You know what I yeah. mean? And she had an amazing voice. And I tell you what, I hadn't met her before, is that she was, um, she was involved in, uh, early on with uh, David Baddiel's musical. Oh, she, right. she, I say she's got an amazing yes, voice. The infidel. So, as you can imagine, seeing her there... With her look and a and a you know a raunchy rock voice and all that outside the commitments, and she's just coming out the door, 
and I said, uh, oh, well, uh, hello, you know, and she said, yeah, I was just um, seeing the show. And I said, oh, I thought you were in it. She said, what do you mean? I said, well, this is exactly what I'd expect you to be in. (laughs) She said, what do you mean? (gasps) I said, well, you know, it's it's, it's very, this is you, isn't it? This is you? How rude. No. Oh, come on. It's a, you know, it is that raunchy R, R, when R&B was, you know, the old R&B. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. and it's all about those big rock for it. So I said, this is you, isn't it? She said, honestly, she looked at me. Mm. I couldn't believe, because I thought, well, surely you would be perfect for this. She said to me, are you saying I look like a pig? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I said, what? <laughs> what? And I don't mean it's a joke. She really did look upset. Anyway, it turned out that... The, the commitment um, is on in the evening, but the matinee is the three little pigs. Oh, no. <laughs> and she'd just been in to see that. Oh, it was the most awful. Uh, she was obviously... She honestly thought, I could tell, that I was just being vile, you know. I think it's worse that you thought she was in the commitments. <laughs> oh, no. Commitments, I say, is much loved and, and okay. popular, written by one of Ireland's great novelists. It's just not my cup of tea, that's all. Okay. I think pop rock in front of 3,000 people would make any sense. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Oh, I tell you, I was, um, I was in, uh, again, in central London... And a man was walking towards me, and he was... Um, I'd, say, I'd guess he was from the Middle East. He got one, a, a massive moustache. Mm. And uh, he's probably about 50-ish. And he says, uh, Frank Skinner. And I said, uh, ah, yes. And he went, you're a very lucky man. <laughs> <laughs> very, very lucky man. You're lucky man. I said, uh, yeah, um, yeah. And he, he said, you're very lucky. I mean, he must have said it ten times. Oh. Part of me was thinking, oh, hold on a minute. I have worked my lungs off <laughs> for you people. But um, It's not a well-known phrase, is it? I've worked my lungs off. No, but. maybe not. <laughs> but um, anyway, I bought into the... Um, Your luckiness. luckiness. Yeah. Uh, in the end, I agreed I was a very lucky man. Which did he, obviously did he elaborate on why you were lucky? I think, I think he just thought I was a chancer. Mm. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I've had, had it said to me. I, it was said to me in Egypt. I was, I was walking down the road with a, 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 a woman... And a bloke said to me, you're a very lucky man. And I thought, again, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> what about the concept of merit? <laughs> anyway, so it was, it, it sort of, un, I wouldn't say it upset me, but it unsettled me. And I was, right. I was on my own on the way to the London Palladium to see um, Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh. It goes to a lot of the shows, doesn't it? Oh, oh, all all his anecdotes seem to involve a London theatre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, from, I bear mean, in mind I was just walking past the commitments. I didn't actually <laughs> I didn't go in, but this one I'd actually... I, I tell you what, God damn it, I'd, I'd paid for a ticket. You didn't. I did. <laughs> how much did that set you back? Shall I tell you how much it cost Go on, me? then. Mm. £125. <laughs> Lucky man. And I'll also be honest. You're a very lucky man. <laughs> no, I'm not a very lucky man. I'll tell you why I'm not a lucky man. Because I got my um, my publicist to call up and say, oh, Frank Skinner would like to come and see Jerry Lewis. Is there any chance he could get a complimentary ticket? And they said no. 
Wow. That is so awful that you made that call and then you got <laughs> well, turned I down. Well, I didn't make it. Well, yeah, I but you may as well have. If I'd have made it, I would have just died on the spot. <laughs> well, anyway, someone made it using your anyway, name. Anyway, to be honest, I love Jerry Lee Lewis and I thought, you know... I'll pay 125 quid. That'll probably get him home. Now, he must be, what, 80-odd now? He's 80 on the 29th of this month. Oh, super fan. Save the date. Hang on. <laughs> Just let me get my diary, will you? I'll come up in your Jerry Lee Lewis alerts, Al. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway. know you've got that app. <laughs> so, anyway, when I got and I sat in the, in the theatre, s- sitting next to me was, was this guy, and he said, hello, I'm the managing director of the Palladium. He was sitting next to me. I thought, well, he hasn't paid. Right. Did you and, say you were a very lucky man? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Um, but then, next to him was was empty seats, and I realised that this was what happened, is there was, there was a block of proper celebrities who got got their free seats. Oh. And then the, M, the, the, the MD was like the velvet rope, <laughs> keeping them at bay. And as a special reward, although I, I got first seat of, of, the, of the normal people. Oh. I was sort of the, like the, the celebrity equivalent of getting a 2-1. Uh-huh. Yeah, first yeah. Not quite a proper thing, but, oh. you know, at least I could... I, I had a, a, the same view, basically, and I could see them from where I was sitting. But you know what? You knew. And well, they knew. Well, I don't know. They were quite... Well, I'll tell you, there was, there was some quite big celebrities in there. <gasps> But I thought, you know, they could have let... Who else asked? Yeah. <laughs> they could have let me, but anyway, I... Just think how much money they had to spend on popcorn. 125 quid each. They, yeah, that's... They it. Just, oh, did they know? They could... See, I felt like telling well, it depends them... who was there, Prince Nassim. felt <laughs> like telling them what they'd... Uh, well, he, he likes the popcorn if he'd, these days. Got, if he'd have got a free seat and I'd have had to pay, I would have been absolutely... He'd have had two. Yeah. He'd have had, had more two. than one. <laughs> two free seats. But anyway, it, get, it gets worse. You know, we, uh, we we have an appetite for a pun on this show, don't we? And we occasionally receive them well, from the wider readers. You two do. Um, mm. Well, you were telling your story. You were telling your little story about going to see Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> My and little the, story, yeah. And the paying £125. Mm. Um, we've had a text, goodness gracious, great stalls for hire. Ian Angle? No. <laughs> oh. Ian that's Stuart Dootson and he adds in that could be yeah non de plume. Uh, he, he adds, I do apologise. I'll see myself out. But no, I liked it. that's I liked all right. It. That's all right. You know, I guess the ball rolling. Doesn't yeah, it? We're, we're all warming up. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So great balls of fire. So yeah. So I looked across. Um, Oh, so so we should say so. You need to see who's in the celebrity area. Yes, yeah, so you're not so quite the. All I have to do is lean forward and look to my right, <laughs> and there they are lined up, mm-hmm. and me on the very edge. Do you want us to guess them? Go on. Frankie Cocosa. <laughs> Chico. Maybe. <laughs> Chico. <laughs> no. Bear Grylls. No. Oh, Leslie a... Joseph. No. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Les... Well. I don't know. It was her or Alice Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Spall. Um, no. Timothy Dalton. No. I'm just going to go through all the Timothys now. <laughs> go on, then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you. First one I'll tell you. Um, yeah? Ringo Starr. No oh. way. Can yes. you check his shoes? You know he's on a shoe advert. <laughs> You've got to check his shoes. Now. He's on a shoe advert? Yeah, he's on a shoe advert. That's yeah. a good celebrity. Yeah. 
Although I did call across to him. I said, I got a message for you from a bloke with a big moustache I met outside. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, very did lucky, he do man. The, did he do the, the peace very and love lucky. sign? Very lucky. Very lucky. Now, hold on a minute. Ringo Starr thinks that he's invented peace and love as a catchphrase. Does he? Yeah. He <laughs> does it. As a, here's, here comes my catchphrase, peace and love, peace and love. <laughs> and you think, no, that, I'm sure someone said that before you. Mm. Yeah. It's like if I decided that my catchphrase was and <laughs> <laughs> You just can't you just can't. I take think we need to and. workshop that one a bit. Was that and dot dot dot? Was it a yeah. silent dot dot dot? So go on, who are the other celebrities? Peace and love's there. So yeah, there's uh, I mean a ring and I know Ringo is a beat. Bear in mind I'm looking across as a man who's paid hundred and twenty five <laughs> quid and is on the brink. So Do you know I'm what not... I hate, Al, is the idea of Frank straining across like <laughs> a meerkat trying to look at the celebrities. <laughs> I know, it was awful. But I mean I usually <laughs> I look at them, you know, in admiration and awe, but now I look at them in absolute bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> that they these people who every one of them has could have uh, Four hundred and twenty-five quid more than me, <laughs> and also I think I mean I know he was a Beatle, but on, on you know when they do the current form table on uh, for football, like the last yeah. six matches, yeah. I think I'm doing better than Ringo. Yeah, shoe last advert. six matches. <laughs> He's doing a shoe He's just advert. Got a shoe advert. Oh, there you go. It's a shoe advert. He's in a shoe advert. Well, he was a Beatle though. Come on, Frank. He was. He was, a Beatle. was. Yeah. Yeah, but look, if I got into a cab and I said I'm about to do a breakfast show with okay. Ringo Starr, they wouldn't say, they think it's all over. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, but they Let's wouldn't. Let's be honest. He might say a very lucky man, though. <laughs> I'm just saying, how often does his work phone Ringo? Ringo. <laughs> anyway, he was there, which is, I, I mean, I agree with you, he's, you know, anyway. Go on. So, um... Who else? And then, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh... Yeah, he, <laughs> he again doesn't need a freebie. No, he, he could probably it's write his, his ticket off against. Is it? Well, it's I'm, I'm, I know this sounds unkind, but it's not. It's not the prettiest lineup so far. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Let's be honest. But it, it's his theatre. I mean, it's hardly the. Um... No, but I could have leaned as it's his theatre. I could have said, "There's still time to give me my 125." that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just saying, you're better looking than both of those characters. Thank you, um, Robert Plant. Right. Oh, it's getting worse. No. <laughs> well, no, they're all... I mean, I acknowledge they're big stars, but would it really have broken their heart? How many celebrities wanted to go? Four. Mm. In the world. <laughs> anyway. Robert Plant. Has he still got the big uh, thatch of hair? He's, um, he's curly. I think right. he might be naturally curly. Mm. I wouldn't put I'm money on it, but I, I think so. That would be my guess, and I was wondering about today's texting, and uh, I think we found it. Is Robert Plant's uh, naturally... Oh, does he, oh, does he perm? <laughs> yeah. Does Plant perm? That's plant the texting. Perm. Get that up, get that up, Sarah, we on our um, <laughs> social media. Does Plant perm? <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Anyway, so it's getting to the moment where Jerry Lee Lewis is soon going to come on stage. And I'll oh, be yeah. honest, I am genuinely excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'll tell you something that will horrify you. Mm. Oh. I've seen Jerry Lee about eight times. The first time I saw him, brace yourself, was 1972. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry for anyone out there who wasn't born then and is a little Me. bit upset. Never mind out there. Me, yeah, you, I wasn't, I wasn't there you born. Go. I anyway, was... let's change the subject. Okay, yes, change the subject. So, um... He's an eccentric character. Do you know he named his, um, he na- he's got a son called Steve Allen Lewis. 
who we named because his first chat show was his first like TV break was a Steve Allen show. Oh. So he named <laughs> he named it Son. <laughs> by, by which logic, I would have to call my son Central Weekend. You know? <laughs> Which I was, love it, John Stapleton. <laughs> so anyway, so bear in mind, um, Frank Skinner, star of Absolute Radio's mm. Frank Skinner show, paid 125 quid, couldn't get in the celebrity section. <laughs> um, so then the show begins, and so um, they, 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 a man comes out in a sparkly jacket to introduce it. Mike Reed. <gasps> Shut up. Our very own. My, my reader, who I eat toast with on a Saturday morning in Hang his on, shorts. You don't eat toast with He's him. Not... He walks through the room and says, Morning, while you eat your toast. Don't try and make it sound like we have some big breakfast love in. No, but we, I, talk, I chat mm. to him about stuff. He yeah. actually seems a lovely character. Exactly. I like Mike. I've got used to him, you know what I mean? He's like, um, I've, I've forgot. I forgot how big he was, and there he is, he's actually introducing the show. Did you have a sequin jacket? If I'd have known, I could have said to him, can you come get me a friend? <laughs> yeah, can I be your plus one? <clears throat> yeah. And then, <laughs> god damn it, I oh couldn't like, what about, and then he tells an anecdote, Mike, Does right? Yeah. Now, hold on, now, I, Mike, I used to love, you know when he did the pop quiz and all that, I know he did more than just being a, being a DJ. Oh. Yeah. Pop quiz was brilliant. Um, so you know, I know he's, I know he's got um, other strands, but I didn't. He said to me, no, he didn't say to me. Actually, he said to everyone. <laughs> what did he do? I'm coming down into the audience no, no, now. No, he didn't know I was there. Specifically he, to this <laughs> man who didn't get a celebrity seat. No, he looked. He, he, he just. He's, he's, I was very much in his periphery vision. Oh. Um, no, no. So he did. He, and he did. You know, he did a good intro and all that stuff. And he said, "Yeah, I was." Uh, he said, "He said I was." Um, he said I was on. Oh, come on, tell us, tell saying, us. I've never heard you so lost for words. He said I was on holiday once with uh, Princess Diana and the and the, the two boys. Oh, yeah. And I thought, hold on a minute. <laughs> I looked across at Andrew Lloyd Webber and Robert Plant and Ringo Starr sitting there. I thought, what's, that, what's happened to the world? <laughs> and he said, what, what we used to do in the, you know, in the ski lodge in the evenings is I, I would get the guitar out. I thought, what? Is this true? <laughs> he said, I would get the guitar out. He said, one night, Prince William, little Prince William, said, why don't you play Mommy's Favourite? And he said, what's that? And she said, Great Balls of Fire. He oh. said, I must tell Jerry Lee that after. And I thought, you went on a holiday with Princess Diana and open inverted commas, the boys close inverted commas. <laughs> did, you, did you know that he was... Oh, he was well connected. Wow, I didn't know he was that well connected. I oh, know, I was, um, I was. I mean, to be honest, I would have thought if he had a story like that, that would have come up over toast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would have. I mean, it, well, I would have mentioned it earlier. Yeah. I'd tell everyone that. And it I didn't sound like we it was to him about that time that he got stuck in the lift, and we don't talk about how he used to go on no. holiday with the royal family. I'm, exactly. I'm going to use that as an opening gambit next time. Yeah, yeah I talked to him about tennis and stuff, <laughs> which I know nothing about. Yeah. I don't know, and I could have brought up our queen. Of hearts. <laughs> you got to have a ramp into that, Frank. <laughs> you can't just suddenly do that. They pass the marmite. By the way, tell us about die. It doesn't work no, like that. No, no. But you know, I'd find a way around. That. But um, it was yes, pretty... with your legendary subtlety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was pretty gobsmacking. I must say. I mean, what a story to be able to come out with. Oh. There was a gasp from the crowd. I just wish someone had joined me with it. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
we've got some uh, resolution on today's text in. Oh, yeah? Uh, it's an email entitled Robert Plant's Hair. Mm. He was my mum's paper boy in Haley Green, and yes, his hair is naturally curly. Yeah, I thought so. So, so that's put that to bed. Um, guys, has Frank swallowed a squeaky toy today? What's yeah. going on with his voice? I think that was your Jerry Lee Lewis excitement. <laughs> What's that you going to bit... squeaky voice on? Oh, you were you ever? So everyone. excited. Yeah. Pasquale, Pasquale, <laughs> Pasquale. Um, we've also had a text sl somewhat chastising you, I think. Mm. I uh -oh. think a little bit here. Is um, it from the S&M community? Um, <laughs> no, not this time. No, okay. Fortunately. Um, oh, now my screen's moved. Hang on. Let me... Oh, here we go. Hi, Frank. Requesting free seats, exclamation mark. It would be a case of, to him who has, even more shall be given. And then they uh, put a political point about Jeremy Corbyn, and then she says, yeah. Tess, a fellow Catholic. OK. So there you go. Well, I know what you mean. I mean, yes, I could afford 125 quid, but so could Andrew Lloyd Webber, so could Ringo Starker, so could Robert Platt. That's not the point, is it? I mean, if Andrew Lloyd Webber no, buys it for his Plan. own theatre, then... You oh, know. I mean, that would be crazy. I, can, I sort of think I can imagine Jerry Lee Lewis enforcing. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, did you say it was exclamation mark, that first bit? Yeah. What was it again? Um, free tickets. This is good radio. Requesting free tickets! Exclamation yes. mark. Should it be? Yeah. Question mark. Requesting free Anyone? seats. The way you no, said it. Well, anyway, it should so be you... question mark! Exclamation mark. <laughs> you have a point, Tess. Is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I know it's all wrong. No one ever gave me anything free when I needed it. Why don't you just make a policy that you buy all the seats that Why you... Why don't you shock me? <laughs> <laughs> this coming from you, I will not take that. Uh, that's what I do. buy a cup of tea in a local cafe. I do, I happily buy tea in local happily? cafes. Resentfully. Yeah, I love tea. <laughs> anyway, after all this, Jerry Lee Lewis... Jerry? <clears throat> oh, he's pretty bad, I must say. <gasps> oh, <laughs> does he still, Frank, does I he know. still get the cowboy boot up on the old piano? No, no, oh. no. He's, oh, he can't no. do that in those moves I mean, anymore. you know, I love Jerry Lee Lewis, I'll always love Jerry Lee Lewis, but mm -hmm. his voice has oh. um, escaped from its compound and returned to the wild. You can talk after that last link. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, You two this morning. <laughs> it was great to see him. All right. And there was a, a couple of... Hear him. There was yeah. a couple of songs where I thought, yes... Still oh. there, and then there was ones where I thought, "125 quid." <laughs> oh. No, so it was yeah, it was a mixed mixed thing. And then at mm. the end, he's just about to do another song. Mike Reed comes on with a <laughs> birthday cake. <laughs> no, yeah, oh, Reed Jer Jerry Lee Lewis looking around like, "What's going on?" Absolutely like confused. And then he said, oh, "I was going to do another song." <gasps> I'm too late. Um, and and. Uh, Robert Plant and Ringo Starr are pushing, <laughs> pushing a birthday cake across the stage. <laughs> Was this a dream, Frank? No, this is absolutely true. I went to see <laughs> one of my great musical loves, Jerry Lee Lewis, do his last ever gig, you know, I'll ever see him, probably. And uh, it culminated in catering. <laughs> <laughs> and then the crowd sang Happy Birthday. That's the last song I ever heard at a Jerry Lee Lewis gig. What's going on? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Jason has emailed us. He says... What, from the Argo? No, from North Wales, as it okay. goes. Robert Plant's hair is the subject line. Yeah. His hair has always been well-maintained. As a keen gardener, I wonder if he has long since discovered the secret of baby bio, guaranteed to maintain the health and appearance of plants. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. 
Robert Plant is a keen gardener. No, I think... I think perhaps Jason from North Wales. I I thought he was assuming because of his surname. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's a dangerous... It's a dangerous (laughs) assumption. Do you know my favourite story about uh, JLL? Jerry Lee Lewis? Yes. Can you you tell it on radio? Oh, yes. It doesn't involve me. I once read uh, an interview with him and it mentioned, and you may be able to confirm this, Frank, he had a row with one of his... Is it seven wives he had? Uh, I, I don't think I don't think it's seven, is it? I think uh, it two is. Two of them. Can I, you are you going to mention Sarah the fact? Are you confusing him with Henry VIII? No, he had seven wives. Henry VIII had six. I remember that. I'm oh, pretty right. sure he had seven wives. But anyway, one of the wives he had an argument with her that was so bad, it ended in him throwing a, uh, a toy Santa, a Christmas figurine Santa, through the windscreen. What, what a great from argument. inside the car? Yeah, from inside <laughs> while he was driving. Fantastic. <laughs> I saw him play at Cheltenham once, and he turned up in a uh, in in a Cadillac with enormous bull horns on the front, and a big pointy bull it. horns. He couldn't have driven there like that, could he? Of course, health just... and safety then was much laxer. <laughs> I can't take you seriously, Frank, because you're wearing my faux fur stole around your neck. Yeah, I'm cold, I know. actually. But I like this. It's like being Chewbacca. <laughs> His Chewbacca got very ill. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I'm Frank Skinner. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran this morning. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. It's funny you mentioned the Twitter there, because I'm not on the old Twitter. I know that. Respect. uh, (laughs) Thanks very much. But there's um, there's been quite a Twitter backlash to uh, yes. to a news story this week. I, I don't know if you if you heard about it. There was a. I'm liking this link though. This um, yeah, segue. Right. Yes, I like the segue. Yeah. What the Twitter Twitter yeah, angle? Am I the only one on the Twitter, Twitter angle? Out I think of you the, are. Yeah. Out of the you can't be the only one on Twitter. What would be the point of that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Frank, shut up. Out of, <laughs> I mean, out of the triumvirate. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think I'm starting to think you two may be right. Well, well, really? not be well, on there. Well, it's just everyone on there is quite awful, really. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Where are your friends? Go out and live. Oh, good for you. <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? I mean, it's I wouldn't like sad. to be your inbox when the no. <laughs> when the tweeters hear that, but... No. No, I wouldn't yeah. like to be your inbox either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that. my point being... <laughs> anyway. The, um, you know there was a plane evacuation in, yes. uh, in, in Las Vegas. I'm surprised we heard about it, cos I thought, what happens in Vegas... <laughs> Oh, is that right? But they've put it on the news. It's is been that on the, the original one of what happens in the whole. Was news it? Was it Vegas? <laughs> was it? You know when people say, you know, what happens in? No, I, it was what happens in Smethwick stays in Smethwick. I don't think it wasn't. No, it, I think the, the original one was Vegas. Wasn't it the Stockton Doctor Who convention stays yeah. at the Doctor? Stockton, yeah, Stockton Doctor Who is not I, that easy to say. Yeah. I thought the original one was what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but it might be. I, I would like to know that if any of our readers but, know, because I'm always curious where these things start. Like you can take the Oldham out of the mat. You can take the man out of Oldham, but you can't take them. What was the original thing right. that you couldn't take out of the man? You can man? take the boy out of, or whatever, yeah. Right, like yeah, Yes, yeah. that thing. Okay, we'll let you know. Well, the 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 BBC, just for a start, they yeah, have you not can appeared. Ta- see, you can take the man out of the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> and no, and just, what, <laughs> just send up on the radio. Not the point I was oh, making. No, sorry. But, yeah, let's oh, run with oh, it. Okay. Um, yeah, but what happens at the BBC... 
stays. Oh, no, it doesn't. Oh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't it's broadcast, everywhere. essentially. It's well, a matter well, of public blind. record. Eventually. You have to wait 20 or 30 years. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there was a plane evacuation because there was a fire. Yes. And oh, the, yes. And they had the, the, the proper In inflatable slides, case. everything. Did they have some... the, port, the, the, what, the inflatable slides? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Can we just say, we're not sickos. They're all okay, these people. Yes. Yeah, I think... There were like, no injuries sustained. No, no, there were some injuries, oh, but I think they God. were then fine. Like, a, a few okay. people, bumps and bruises, nothing too major. Oh, no, those are the injuries you're after, though. In one exactly. Mine, oh, then yeah, someone to sell your, sell your mate. Look at that. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. Yeah. But anyway, everyone was all right, okay. But oh, thank God we can talk about it in a light-hearted fashion. Oh, totally. <laughs> and then some. Um, but people were slagging other people off on Twitter, which I didn't realise that that was what it was used for. But turns oh, out no. it is. Is it? Yeah. What, people are negative on it. <laughs> and, uh, oh no, that's disappointed me. <laughs> well, this might disappoint you too. Quite a few passengers went back for their hand luggage or grabbed stuff from the yeah. overhead lockers. <laughs> and they had their hand up. There's one woman carrying flip flops. Respect. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean, she was wearing. Well, you have to take your shoes off on the inflatable slide. I no, she that was time. wearing stilettos. She burst the slides. So you are. She really, she should have sw switched it round. Put the flip flops on and carried the. I'm only kidding. I don't think she oh. did slides. No, <laughs> I thought they were land for landing at sea. The inflatable slides. Um, if any pilots are listening, get in touch. Yes. Yeah. Not while you're flying the plane. Yeah, but you can take the pilot out of the um, aeroplane, but you can't take. No, that doesn't work. No, no. Still, no, what, don't take the pilot out of the aeroplane. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, okay. they, uh, they they had a right old go. Somebody said, yeah. "I find it disgusting that these people all valued their hand luggage above other passengers' lives." I. I, I find it. I find it alluring. Yeah, I, f I value everything above other passengers' lives. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything. I'd go back for a deck of cards. I think it's above it other passengers. Chewing gum. I'd go back for all sorts of stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. I, oh I'd grab. I, I tell you what, I'd get the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> so get the headphones, Frank. I think it represents progress in the seventies. That if there'd been a fire on a plane, they'd have grabbed the stewardess. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Oh, I haven't, I haven't put your microphone up. Oh, I oh, see. I'm so sorry. I for see. Um, two two zero has texted. <laughs> you can take the boy out of the north, but you can't take the north out of the boy. And they then add, "Never forget your roots." I'm not sure if they're telling us if that's the original no, one or if they're the just original. explaining what well, the I, phrase I, is. They're just never, talking we, to you. We knew that bit. No, never forget your roots. They're talking to me because the webcam's on. <laughs> and I haven't had a chance to go to the hairdresser. Yeah, it doesn't always mean never forget your roots. It means no. you can't escape your roots, doesn't it? You can take the boy. There was a boxer I remember who used to be in the circus. Mm. The first time I ever heard this phrase. And at the end of it, he did like a triple backflip when he won this fight. And the bloke said, you can take the man out of the circus, but you can't take the circus out of the man. Was oh. But oh. I bet that wasn't the first one. Mm. <coughs> anyway, these characters on the burning yes, plane. Yes, um, people who've been to Las Vegas accused of materialism. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I did think, I mean, the woman with the flip-flops and the tote, the holiday tote, fair enough. But there were people with giant wheelie suitcases. Well, look, the whole, yeah. the whole hand luggage Oh, Simon Cowell will look. I know, but <laughs> the hand luggage we'll thing. <laughs> hand luggage yeah. very clearly means stuff you carry in your hand. So sh why should it have wheels on it? That's a good point. Well, there I... Should, uh, under no circumstances should hand luggage be allowed with wheels on it. Really? Good point. 
And also, you never... They don't what make people... What about if it's a Prada valise? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> well, I knew you were going to ask that. Is this a dessert? No. <laughs> no, I... No. People take too much stuff on. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if they'd have perished, mm. they would have, you know, would have been self-inflicted. Yeah. No, because I would say, if I didn't take, let's say, a clutch... <laughs> um, a clutch is fine, though. Yeah. Well, so you're going to have someone standing there assessing the style that, of handbag. I believe the idea is, though, that there is a size. You must have seen that thing where you're supposed to be able to drop your hand luggage in and take it out. No, someone deals with that for me. Yeah, well... Um, <laughs> Uh, really, it's it one of my great... Oh, if, if there was a programme where you could go on and talk about your pet hates <laughs> and get them, like, you know, yeah, forever that. banished, oh. that's what I would go for. People who take on hand luggage, it, when it's just too big, put it in the hold or don't fly. Yeah. Yeah, but if I had a clutch, and which was carrying my phone... If I had a clutch, <laughs> I had clutch in the morning. Or yeah. any sort Not of Not every morning. That could be the difference. Let's say that plane landed in some remote desert island. Mm. Having that phone... Desert could... islands? Yeah. Go on. Yeah. No, but that could be... Do they still exist, desert <laughs> islands? <laughs> Do they? Could that still happen to Only someone? Only in clichés. Yeah. yeah, but could you end up on a desert island where no I one could. knows you're there and you could live there for ages? Yeah, but if I have turn. my phone, then that, then that could stop me being eaten by a Komodo dragon, say. Well, what's the network going to be on a desert <laughs> island? Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't get it. Tyrant sister. <laughs> <laughs> they must have Wi-Fi. Everyone's got Wi-Fi on the well, desert island. I don't, hey, I don't that, think. that makes desert island they haven't discs got... completely redundant, doesn't yeah. it? I bet they haven't got 3G. What, on the desert... You know what they'll have? GPRS. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. it. Or E. E. Worst oh, of all. It. You've yeah. been on Desert Island Discs, haven't you? I, I have. wish you'd been on it more recently, because you could just say, oh, I don't need any of these records, I'll just have my phone <clears> and 3G as a luxury. Yeah. And yeah. I'll just, Has anyone I'll just, ever I'll just been... go Spotify. I'll just say Spotify. Or, I've been on a Desert Island. App. You've been on a Desert Island? Yeah. I, want, I wasn't going to mention the beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Are we still on the tarmac? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, we're still on... Oh, oh, I just yeah. want to make a, uh, a quick diversion to read a tweet from Connor Ryan, who says, bit off topic, but I'd say if Frank was an instrument, he would be the bongos. Mm. Emily the clarinet. A lady from the Congo said oh. she could play the bongos. Remember that? No. no. Okay. I don't. Emily, I don't like. She said she got quite ecstatic. She said they're in the attic, and I said, "Get them down." Oh. <laughs> it was Dick Emery's "You Are Awful, But I Like You," a novelty oh, song. Oh, I love that character. Uh, Emily the clarinet, brackets classy. Why are the clarinet? Glad I didn't get the bongos. And uh, Alan, don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that makes me Sorry feel really warm that, and special. Al. You see, I'd have waited till I thought of one for Alan before I sent it in. Yeah, totally. I know. Why has he not said don't know? What instrument do you He doesn't think? care about me. He doesn't want to allocate an instrument to me because I'm like a peripheral character in his mind. He's really oh, into you no. guys. Hey, hey, hey. 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 I think I'm probably like an oboe. I'm probably something sort of. Oh, no, you're a. You dress like an oboe. <laughs> 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 Sorry, everyone. I Coming from a man with a fur fur collar on and finding that tricky. Yeah, but I'm cold. <laughs> you don't understand. I feel like I'm waiting for... If there'd been, like, 
<laughs> if there'd been a big disaster that involved the rich, this is what the people waiting for news would have been like. Yeah. You, know, you know, like with the Titanic, it's old women in shawls. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, know why there's plenty of rich on the Titanic. What about that? Oh, no, they got on the lifeboats. Yes, you're <laughs> right. Sorry, I'm, I've just got Jeremy Corbyn on, uh, <laughs> on the direct line. <laughs> anyway... Al, yeah, I would yes. say, if you were an instrument, I'm going flute. No. Really? Yeah, something gentle and... I'm, I'm not... Slightly no. Galway about you. No, it's definitely got to be sadder than that, hasn't it? I think kazoo. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's kazoo. a bit cheap. <laughs> 95p from the joke shop. Exactly. That sounds like me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 95p from the joke shop. That's that's his bill matter on the posters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in in defence, by the way, because there might be people listening who were on that plane who got off and yeah. took their hand luggage and think, you know, I just did, I just did what was instinctive. Yeah. It would be if you didn't do it. If you thought, no, no, come on, let's just get off. You know, our lives are more important than material things. Mm -hmm. And then you're on the tarmac, and it takes quite a while for the plane to. You yeah. would be imagine they're thinking, I had ages to get my bag. On. Oh god, I had a Lee Child paperback in the bag. Oh, I could be reading that now on the yeah. tarmac. Yeah. I shouldn't have let yeah. I would have all, I'd always be a bag getter. Well, you know the joy of having hand luggage only is that you feel like you can just be anything, don't you? You feel a bit mm. invincible when you're just pure hand luggage only. Yeah, no, people do that, though. You see, hand luggage is designed f for things that you need on the plane. He's, he's off again. You know, things <laughs> yeah. that you need on the plane. But people that people you for exactly the reason you say, people think, yeah. well, no, that's oh, not I won't true. need to go on the, uh, on the carousel. Yeah. No, but Frank. is there anything more exciting than the carousel? No. I, there you go. Uh, I'm not is into it. Is my back? Come here, he comes. <laughs> here, give me some space. Here comes my back. <laughs> yes, off. It's off. <laughs> it's a brilliant, a brilliant thing. Except if it's your bag trapping all the other cases coming up, which happened to a friend of mine recently. That wasn't good. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Well, sometimes there's one comes on that's been cling filmed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What is Can that we about? talk about the cling film? What? It's that like British Bake Off. What are they doing with the cling <laughs> I film? I, I love it when there's a bag that's all burst open, the stuff on there. Wow, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's what Frank, the cling film's counterbalance, isn't it? What about when they tie a little red ribbon or something to yeah, so identify them? So they know the bag. I must have done that. Oh, I hate I'm people. Yeah. <laughs> most exciting. Let's worry about this texting most exciting you've ever seen on, on a, a baggage, On a baggage carousel. <laughs> <laughs> me. Can me. I start the ball rolling? Me? Can I start the ball rolling? Go you on. won't believe this is absolutely brilliant. Go on. Sniffer dog. No. <laughs> I saw a sniffer dog. It was like it was on a treadmill. It was walking against... <laughs> it was walking but not moving. <laughs> and, and sniffing all the luggage. One of the most exciting things. And it, from the neck down, completely covered in um, cling film. <laughs> no, I added that bit. This is Frank Skinner. We're talking this morning on Absolute Radio about the most exciting thing we've ever seen on a luggage carousel. <laughs> the man with no name on Twitter says, Once at the carousel, I, I like at the carousel. Mm. Like it's, Once at the carousel, I saw a pair of pants, then a sock. <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh, imagine someone now. They'd see your own said, pants coming yeah. down in front of everyone. Would you claim them? Yes, I would claim them. Yes, you would. Why well, uh, not, what not? It'd depend on how high quality they were. If they were. If they were going anywhere, I think... I would. I'd, I'd claim that if the sniffer dog was coming in the opposite <laughs> direction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put it in hospital. <laughs> 987 has also texted us, My drunken friend fell on the carousel 
and you could hear the cheers and laughter from the baggage handlers from behind the curtain. <laughs> like oh, when you those got leather tray. curtains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they remind me of when I used to work in a factory, we used to have yeah. those leather things, and now there they are with like, posh people waiting for stuff to come out. He says he came back out and security helped him off. They weren't impressed. But, but leather see, curtains, it's a bit uh, your friends in the S&M community <laughs> behind there. What do they get up to? It is, it's fabulous in there. I, um, I do get really cheesed off with the people who will not stand behind the yellow line. Oh, do you? If everyone stands behind the yellow line, we can all see the luggage. But no, mm-hmm. no, some people have to get a bit closer. You like queuing, don't you? Three, four, I zero. like organised queuing. <laughs> Frank and the team, funniest thing seen on a carousel was a friend of mine's golf clubs wrapped up in security tape. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> to look like a woman with the tag secretary and transport. Uh-huh. Really? Yes. What's a way? <laughs> what about when you get those things where I don't even know what someone's do there is someone somewhere in the world doing a sport that requires really long zip up bags oh, yeah. of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. what that sport is. But I'm on about things that are like ten feet long yeah, in yeah. a zip up bag. Oh, Imagine that you must get the zip and then you have to walk with the zip. <laughs> so you have to walk with your knees like slightly you have to crouch like Groucho Marx holding the zip to get to the other end of the bag. What are they? Why is the sport? What are they yeah. carrying? Why is it on every single flight? I know. Yeah. It's always the same young bloke, young, <laughs> sort of quite quite good-looking bloke. With, needs, needs his airbrushing with like a yellow cagoule thing on. I'm gonna guess and he takes surfing. it away. You think it's windsurfing? You know my well, worst. I have no idea what it is. Frank, what about when they have those awful laundry bags? You know the tartan check ones, the sort of awful <laughs> plastic oh, ones. Oh yeah. I mean, make an effort. You're going no. on an international flight. I always, totally. think, I always yeah. assume that's how it made jam. I don't know why. <laughs> What about Smethwick Albion has tweeted us. Oh, yeah. Uh, His best carousel experience, taking the mickey out of a ripped bag on the carousel, then realising after three times round it was my bag. (laughs) 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 Oh, those ones that keep going round. Oh. Oh, is that one again? Is that Adidas one again? (laughs) Weird. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Frank, we've had some more of these uh, carousel texts, <laughs> right. luggage carousel texts. There's a tweet from Simon Moore who's talking about the best thing he's ever seen on a luggage carousel. He says, I felt violated as I saw someone take my bag off by mistake. Oh, God, can imagine <laughs> oh, yeah. that. He then says, He put it back, but I've never looked at that bag in the same way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I understand that. And then Scott has tweeted us to say, an elderly Indian lady sat on a stopped luggage conveyor. Oh, no. Suddenly it started. (laughs) She fell back and moved a short distance. Oh, dear. And then uh, we've also had Charlie, who's emailed us to say, I saw the contents of my bag strewn across the carousel. As a half-used bottle of shampoo passed by, I picked it up and said, I'd like to travel light, and walked off until the area cleared. Oh. <laughs> Style it out. This Style could happen out. to anyone of us, of course, the split bag. Um, no. Uh, with t- a slight change of tack, uh, 118 has uh, texted, Frank, I too share your chagrin. Are we going with chagrin? I, like, I, I know I like chagrin. Uh, I'm glad there was an IN on the end of that. I too share your chagrin for the baggage claim argy bargy. I think they should fit mirrors to the ceiling so instead of crowding around, you can just look up. Brilliant. Who's that from? Paul Raymond. That's a. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great. That's a great idea. They could do those sort of concave mirrors, like yeah. um, a, a 
blind turns. Yeah, for, those things. You know, the lorry driver's mirrors. I, I found that pedestrians need those. It yeah. Yeah. when oh, I'm God. going around a corner, how many people take a real, yeah. real short, sharp, fast corner right oh, into you? Pedestrians are getting... Well, they get really worse. They get worse. Frank, you mentioned unruly. Paul they Raymond. Lights a lot. And uh, Costas has uh, texted us to say... Worst, best thing I've seen, a VHS going round the carousel by itself. <laughs> no one claimed it. It was a blue movie. Assume it fell out of a bag. Two young lads near me were discussing whether to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard the phrase of blue movie for such a long time. Oh, it's all VHS. Doesn't, yeah, exactly. Oh, Blue movie. Yesterday, <laughs> when I was young, <laughs> so many blue movies were waiting to be. Can't think of a rhyme. Horrible. Well, it's terrible when that happens. Just stops you, you know, pulled up short. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. <laughs> I think we're overdue a visit to email corner, oh. I was just going to say. That was a lovely psychic moment. Nice. Yeah. Um, I have an email here. Dear Did Frank you say and team. Or sidekick? I suppose. <laughs> I'll take either. Dear Frank and team, I've recently been working through the podcast, playing them out loud on my iPhone. Oh. Get you! <laughs> um, that's me saying that, not him. That's a couple of times the podcast has been interrupted as Frank's voice has activated Lady Siri on my phone. <laughs> Have any other oh, readers sovereign? experienced this? <laughs> <laughs> and is Frank aware of the power Apple have bestowed upon him? Perhaps he could use this to start a synchronised playing of U2 across the nation. Mm. First time writer, Simon. Will he start? Oh, hello, well, Simon. His first one. Is that you doing impressions of Siri and then Siri hearing a voice no. saying and Siri? React. I think Siri... Do you remember... This is... A, I don't know if you were on this, but we were in, doing the show once. Yes. And I mentioned uh, the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, yes. And a voice said, what is the Ku Klux Klan? <laughs> yes. People, we, had, we had about eight... People thought it was a competition. We had about eight entries. It was Sorry. Charlie's... Uh, In the phone. end, I have to give away £100 worth week, of... Yeah. I have to give £100 worth of firelighters away. <laughs> no, but it was... Uh, yeah, so that was a weird thing. That was just me talking. Someone about my voice. I'd have to say, I, I hate Siri. <laughs> Yeah. And it's constant interruption. Why did it react to that? That was Charlie's phone. I don't like it. Uh, it's surly, it should mm. be called. Mm. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a Lady Siri. Oh, I love Lady Siri. I think there is a Lady Siri. Yeah. I've got Lady Siri. Oh, I've got I've got the man. Mm. I don't think I'd cope with Lady Siri. I could imagine a squabbling. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the nearest Chinese restaurant? You're going out again! <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that in my life. <laughs> I don't think I've got either Siri. I don't... You've got no Siri? I don't think what, I've got are you, no a Siri idiot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. I, thought, I wonder if he's going to say that. <laughs> Actually, you I should thought... Never, you should never wonder that, because I'm always going to say it, whatever it long. is. Whatever it is. Mm. Can I say, by the way, on, on the people who um, were getting their hand luggage thing... Yeah. Yes. I am... Um, I... I I ne if ever I'm in a building in a, and, and a fire thing goes off, mm -hmm. I um, I don't know about you. I tend not to race for the exits. Oh no! Oh, I don't. Not no. at all. 
I, I never, never believe be- it. No, I never believe it. But I tell you what, I also, there's part of me, I would love to know if the fire engine people, what are they called? Fire brigade. Oh, yes. If they, um... My if, past. If they, um, still have those circular trampolines that you see... Oh, yeah. When people <laughs> jump from high buildings. They, that they, is sort a of, great oh, question. Oh, Frank, what about when they move them around <laughs> yeah. underneath well, to exactly. accommodate the jump? Yeah, but oh. they've got, they're like on a circular frame. I yeah. bet you that's what's in those big zip-up boxes on the... <laughs> it's the fire oh, brigade. Right. It's all separate rods, you see. Yeah. yeah, you have to put it together like a tent. There's a bloke <laughs> on the on the on the ledge, three <laughs> stories up. No, you put it's the yellow arrow into the orange arrow. <laughs> oh, if there's any uh, anyone who's um, in the fire brigade or has fire brigade connections, do let us know mm-hmm. if the uh, circular trampoline is still in service. Frank, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Why not text the show on 8.12.15? Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Have we had any um, news on whether they still use those circular trampolines in the fire service? Not had any circular trampoline fire service news What are updates? people leaping into, then? I don't... Oh, hang on. Um, hi, Frank. I news have just no... in? Yeah, I... hi, <laughs> Frank. Well, I have... news. Hi, Frank. I have no connection to the fire brigade nor any knowledge of trampolines. I do like bananas, though. Steve, <laughs> banana lover from Putney. <laughs> so, okay. in a way, we haven't had no answer to that. Day. No. We haven't had no answer. It's like working with Danny Dyer. <laughs> we haven't had no answer. Yeah. All right. We ain't had no answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> answer. This, this is the worst accent section. Well, I tell you what, you two with accents like that, you could get a part in the. Uh, you could have got a part in the new craze film. Oh, yeah. I recently saw it's called Legend. <laughs> legend. <laughs> legend. Frankie, legend. It's a shame they've stolen like the catchphrase for you, isn't it? Legend. Yes. Yeah. They've nicked that. They've obviously heard us talk about you being a legend and they thought I'm having that. What I want to know is if if you're on the legend, do they hold a circular trampoline? <laughs> Good question. That's silly. <laughs> um, they it stars Tom Hardy. Yes. He plays both craze. Mm. Yeah. Bit cheap. In one of the easiest acting bookings of all time. I mean, like, his agent must have found it very difficult to put his fee up on that call, because when they went, yeah, we'd like to have Tom Hardy play both Crays, mm. like, the agent couldn't go, oh, he really doesn't want to do that. He doesn't no. want to do... He's holding out to play Isambard Kingdom Brunel or something no, like no, that. No, you're right, he was He born. was, he was mm. absolutely nailed on. I reckon they got him for, like... You know, minimum wage, like Labour's minimum wage. Do you think? The, uh, there's no way, because he would have said yes what? to it. Was it a bog off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You two have gone blokes in the pub again. What do you think you got paid for that film then? Oh, Honestly. Please. I bet they say bog off in the film. How vulgar talking about people's what they get. Yes, you're quite right. Um, 125 quid I'll pay for that, <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I've seen it. Oh, yeah, so. I absolutely loved it. Oh, okay. Did you? Yes, I did. You're kidding. I know. We haven't seen it. Daisy was talking about it, the producer, and uh, I don't think she's a fan either. No. Has she she's... seen it? Uh, no, but she said some friends of hers didn't oh, like it. Oh, some friends of hers. People always say that when they mean them. <laughs> <laughs> she's seen it, all right. She doesn't want to fess up. Anyway, that wasn't the point. The point was they've done something a little bit naughty. On the marketing. Yes. Oh, this is brilliant now. Did you hear about this? Brilliant. brilliant. So, they've got, so basically, they've got all the stars on the poster. 
and there's in between both Tom Hardy heads. Can I stop you there? Though? Yes. They have got some four star reviews on the poster. Yeah, they looks. have. I've, I've said so many times. <laughs> Who brags about a four-star review? What about when you yeah. rung up your manager and complained? Why not when just When he put four stars on the poster? What did you yourself? say to him, Frank? I went, I was furious. <laughs> it's the sort of thing you don't want to tell people about a four-star review. It's going to put a speech bubble from me just saying, not quite as good as I hoped. <laughs> and have it, leave it at that. <laughs> quite good. Yeah, so... Um, but, even better... Yes. They actually put the guard. They quoted the Guardian, yeah. yes, who gave them a two-star review, and they've yeah. stuck that in this the middle of the This is the greatest poster. But the two stars, they're hidden behind both Cray ears, so it looks like they're blocking a four-star review. I yeah, mean, it's, it's very fun, yeah. clever. excellently done. It is. Yeah. Really is. It was called brazen and deceitful. And I tell you what's really clever, right? Is that is there, no really the the film? It, it looks like it's got two stars, but it's <laughs> only got one star. The film, I mean. Oh, yeah. It looks like it's got uh, two stars. Tom Hardy. It's only got one star. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We've had some news in from the fire service. Ah. Got a text Over to Alan to Cochran got a in text our London office. from 418. Hello, I'm a fire officer and historian. Of course you are, mate. Wow, that's what a combo. Uh, <laughs> oh. I'm a fire officer and historian. I can tell you that we have never used trampolines in the fire service. We've never used catch nets. That's all American rubbish from movies. Catch nets were used in the USA around 1900. Best wishes, Chris. So... Thanks, Chris. Oh. Our officer and a historian. I mean, I've seen sort of more modern American... Maybe it is an American fire service. I mean, Chris is suggesting the, the American fire service don't use them either. Someone else has said... 553 has said, Frank, surely if it's an actual trampoline, then that sort of defeats the point. Well, no, because you can, you can then tell them if anyone's in any of the lower stories. Oh, yeah. you know, when well, you're there, you've could done you be two a or three bounces, oh, yeah. you've jumped down, right, have a look at that, yes, and, the ne- and then you've checked them all out. All right, fair enough. And then also Alex Fox has tweeted us to say the fire service used big airbags instead of those little trampolines with targets on them now. Safer, but not as fun. Dave Meisel used some of those inflatable slides, but are never used on aeroplanes. That's a good point. So I bet they have to change them every now and again, even though they haven't been used. What, What happens to those? Yeah. I wouldn't mind one of those in the garden so you could recreate... You know, the last episode of, um... Of, uh, in the jungle that's I'm a celebrity when they have them on a big water slide going down there you could do that in your garden if you could buy yeah. one of those slides or, or save yourself going downstairs from the top floor of the house you could put it next to your upstairs window and then poof slide straight down you yeah, slide straight out the bedroom have you ever been in a fire engine? no I have <laughs> anyway I genuinely have alright buzz 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 have home. you ever been in a cherry picker? yes yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> Sheila, she was called, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> what a holiday that was. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yes. anyway. Legends. But what, it's also, also on that poster, it yes. says, uh-huh. Unmissable, yes. a British classic. Yeah. Now, it made me wonder if the original sentence, were, <laughs> sentence said, its faults are unmissable, about as far from a British classic as you could get. <laughs> Oh yeah, and it's just cleverly done. Yeah, because once yeah. you, once you just once you yeah, just think not? I'll do what I like with it. Yeah, but I have to say, although it's very deceitful, 
It was a it was a master stroke. The way they made it look like a four star review oh. with those two stars. Genius. Well, they said See, I wouldn't have mentioned the Guardian review if it was so bad. But now we're, we're going to use it against him. I mean, wow. Yeah. You see, this should give you two some ideas for your next little shows. <laughs> um, you could yes. do this with your Edinburgh posters. You could hide yours behind the ukulele or something. Have them coming out either side. Yes. Yeah. I like the uh, the the person who said that is the most creative and deceitful design I've ever seen you should be honoured and I was thinking wouldn't it be brilliant if the Queen was reading that thinking who am I going to honour this year and yeah. went oh actually there's a good clue <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it be great if the, this person that designed this poster suddenly was on the New Year's honours list <laughs> and everybody else was like oh yeah I spent 25 years at the top of the music industry I've been a lollipop lady and then what did you do I did that really cheeky craze poster, you know, the two-star one with the in the middle of the heads. But also, if he owned, say, if he owned a strobe light at home, hey. yeah, he could say in his interview, "I've got a," and then he could have to the, the craze either side of the strobe, and he could say, "Obe." Yeah. <laughs> Why stop now? It's hard work. Why do you say it's hard work? That's so rude to ask. That is when it's hard work. No, but you're <laughs> suggesting that we're hard work. No, I'm not suggesting that for a second. Oh, good. You're not my you're not my long term partner, are you? <laughs> <laughs> really felt like it there for a moment. It's hard work today. Oh, so I'm hard work, am I? I never said it was you. Um, relax. Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Hi, uh, I went to the cinema unusually this week. Um, I saw the film Southpaw with my wife. You know, the boxing movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, see, um, I saw the trailer for that and I didn't fancy it. Yeah, we basically went because it was at the right time. You know, when you make oh, a decision yes. to go to a film <laughs> yes. together and you basically will see anything because it's on at the right mm. time. Yes. And uh, I quite liked it. My wife thought it was terrible. <laughs> but um, I would rather see that than um, the, the next Dad's Army film. You know, there's this new Dad's Army oh, film. Oh, you don't fancy that? I mm. couldn't be less interested in that. <laughs> I, I I was away the week I'm, of the show I'm, that I'm you did. I'm sensing, I'm sensing that he was, that he, he auditioned for it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went up for all of those you parts. You are so right. I haven't auditioned for it, I promise you. Put that I, light out. You know, I was put away... That, put that light out. Now you have to sound more immediate. Put that light out. No, no. Put that like is that a catchphrase from it? It's um, Bill Pertwee. I was, Pertwees, isn't I was it? away. Well, the, better than the you, Frank. We know what you're like when you audition for film parts. You do an American accent, <laughs> and look how well that ends up. Yes, I was away the week that you did right. late reviews on the show. You know, you did late oh, reviews. Yes, yes. Um, Keith Richards. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd like to bring one. I've I've never really got Dad's Army. I don't get it. You I've don't. Given it a go a few times, and I just think I agree. Doesn't make me no, laugh. You don't like it either. Just loads of old men saying stuff. Old men saying stuff. That's all it is. That's just old men that. saying stuff. I, I want that. I could so go in a Weatherspoons, couldn't I? I believe that's how absolute sell this show. It used to make me so ill when I was younger. <laughs> that relentlessly olive green suits, everything about olive it. green. Oh, I don't mind the wears. Rough fabrics and uniforms. No one wore nice clothes. I don't mind the wears. Everyone had glasses and was old. I, I love a shirt with it. an epaulette, but other than that, people running around in a field. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's and there's always a bull charging someone. <laughs> 
I mean, when I saw the trailer, <laughs> there was indeed a bull chasing at someone oh, in really? a field. Fantastic. Yeah. What do you make of Dad's army, Frank? People are excited about it, aren't they? Because it's got I, this I, I, I stellar laughed. British cast. I have laughed at Dad's army many, many a time. I'm going to be completely straight with you. I was all. I mean, this is. I was always in a lower low man. If I had to, if I oh, had to choose, if I had to choose a World War Two major conflict-based comedy, awesome. Yeah, that was. Uh, it, I've been offered a hair flick in the remake. Oh, have you? No, that would be great. <laughs> I don't know. They'd be able to do it now. I no. think lingerie-based comedy <laughs> is virtually obsolete. Yeah, and well, also that phrase about the fallen Madonna. I mean, they're not going to get that. No. No. Oh, no, it's all gone. I just think it's a strange thing to resurrect. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's like doing a movie of Heidi High. Um, yeah, that's my cast in this week. I've got oh, is it? A, no, I, yeah, I hear, that, uh, Jennifer Lawrence is in that one. <laughs> Are you <laughs> going the Paul Shane role? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember they were um, two fat ladies. Do you remember those? They wanted to bring back fantasy football <laughs> <laughs> instead of me and Dave, but we uh, we poo pooed it. Mm. Oh yeah. But yeah, I, I think I'll probably go. I just want to go and see how they've done the castings, really, because they make. Well, they look like the people from the television. Well, it's uh, Toby Jones. Oh, Toby Jones, good Toby actor. Toby Jones. Yeah. Very good. Okay. <laughs> He's, He's really great. Good. He's a great actor. Brilliant. I always say that about ugly actors. I always think they're better. Oh. Not no, very nice, is it? Well, I don't mean ugly, I mean... Well, that's the way Al said that, that means he thinks he's hot. No, do you know what I mean, though? If you're mm. sort Just of, like... he listens. But you know, like, the t uh, the, your Tim Spalls and, and your, your Toby Jones, people think, oh. well, they must they must be brilliant if they've got on. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> character no. actors, yeah? No. Yeah. Character, but that's what character actors means, isn't yeah, it? Ones yeah. that are so good that they didn't rely on looks. Yeah. Well, I don't know, I worry it then makes them bitter. Mm. No, they're in work. Oh, they're because they're actors. That's what makes them bitter. <laughs> you have to mind. No, but they want to get their own back. Yeah, but all actors do. <laughs> <laughs> they're the most vicious, spiteful people. In I mean, I love them, many of them. Yes. But um, God, get a couple of uh, couple of milk stouts down them, and you will hear what venom and bitterness is all milk about. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, there's some visitors in the building. Just yeah, there seems oh, to be a yes, of people on the other side, of the, uh, other side of the window. <laughs> They're waving at us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm waving back. I'm not sure this will make great radio, but it's, uh, it's nice. No, but I've just made their day. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Haven't you? You are so arrogant! And I like it. So I'm, right. trying, I'm trying to claw back that 125 quid. <laughs> <laughs> in ego. I uh, I have returned from the Edinburgh Festival. Congratulations! And I have, uh, thanks very much. Um, you heard, did you? Eighth joint, eighth best joke on the. Uh... Did you hear that, Frank? It's fine. I don't want to bang on about that. it. I don't oh. want to bang on about it. Joint Alan... eighth best. Well, let me say it then. Yeah. Hold on, you're, you're not going to say the joke, are you? He's probably still oh, no, using that. No, no, <laughs> it's fine. It's I'm fine. I'm not going to say the joke. We poured yeah. forensically over this last week. He... Oh, okay. Alan won eighth best joke at joint the Edinburgh eighth. Festival. Joint okay, eighth. okay. I was trying joke. to big you up. Eighth best. It's still good. Joke. There's a lot of jokes at the end yeah, of the yeah. festival. I mean, I mean yeah. it's very prone to Chinese whispers because immediately people go around the corner and go, well, you know, Alan was uh, in the top ten best shows at the end of the festival. Well, it's that's really, all right. Don't, it's don't perfect stop. for don't the Chinese whispers. The oh, I'm not. I'm not. It was, a it was a lovely little joke. And then it goes around another corner and, you know, Alan's the funniest comedian in the world. That's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Ideal. 
Anyway, I've returned to the comedy circuit. I noticed Frank <laughs> Frown when I said he's cleaning it up. You very nearly had to no, argue no. with that. No, no. Can I just confirm so difficult that you actually you. did frown? So I don't think I, can, I did. You did. You totally did, I? did. I can exclusively reveal that you grimaced. <laughs> you, your face contorted. I think All I right. partly said it on purpose just to see you frown. Anyway. Anyway. That was I've, that moment. I've returned back to the comedy circuit. Have you heard? Okay. And then... <laughs> I did a long Try day last day. Saturday. <laughs> long <laughs> day, long day last Saturday. We can laugh Saturday. at you because you're fundamentally generous, soul, Frank. Yes. Get this for that some right? scheduling. Last Saturday, did the uh, radio show here in in London. Mm. Oh yeah. Opened a comedy club that night in. When you say open, Carlisle. No. Opened on first. What with scissors? Bit of Camilla Parker. No, no, not opened as in. Oh, <laughs> hospital wing. I hereby declare Ribbon. this comedy club Ribbon open across the double doors. No, I mean I went on first. Appearance fee. <laughs> Shane Ritchie and Asda. I mean I went on first. I mean London, oh. Carlisle, and then Darwin, which is near Blackburn. Wow, that's a, that's a long old day, isn't it? For a... Darwin, isn't that in Australia? Yeah, yeah. London, Carlisle, Darwin. Yeah. In where so, is it? Darbyshire. Yeah. London, Carlisle, Darwin. Blackburn. Oh, it's like Fashion Week all over yeah. again. <laughs> I feel like I should be saying, talk about pop music. <laughs> <laughs> London, Carlisle, Darwin in near Blackburn. Everybody's talking about pop music. Talk about pop music. <laughs> Come on, and join, join in for God's sake. I'm left here on my own. <laughs> Thank oh, you very nice. much. Well done. Thanks, that was lovely, Al. The next day, <laughs> I did... <laughs> The next day I did Blackpool, an open-air gig. I've not done many open-air gigs. Are you just going to read out your tour list now? No, no, I've got, okay. I've got stories. I've got stories. Open-air gig, in other words, bosking. Yeah. <laughs> in other words, Covent Garden Piazza. Yeah. I'm not sure how you guys would feel hat. about my um, my attire for the open-air gig, because, to be honest, when I got the email booking me for it, I didn't realise that it was open-air. So I oh. got there, and, of course, it's by the seaside. It's a bit chilly. Mm, Blackpool. I did, I did the gig in double denim. Well, you say it. that, Frank, you know what I think he had? One of those gold spray-paint coats. When he says outdoor gig, open-air gig. I would have oh, yeah. He's one of those metallic men, isn't he? Yeah, just I would have done that. I would have done that if I'd uh, had the chance. But Blackpool don't, did not... Don't you do gigs in double denim? I would wear a indoors. shirt. I'd wear a denim shirt and jeans. But um, but on this occasion, I wore a denim jacket buttoned up on, oh. on and stage. And here we like are, that. and here we are, yeah, and yeah. here we go. Very close. Denim shirts a bit Eamon Holmes relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Alan Cochran performing. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Blackpool, however, yes. but they thought they'd bewitched. Come on. It did not roll out its finest inhabitant for me as a first impression. Hold it. Well, well, hold on, because I, I, we're going to leave them on that cliffhanger. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Because on commercial radio, we have certain obligations. Yeah, as yeah, you know. Fine. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. So I was parking in Blackpool, that's where we were, do you remember? It seems oh, ages ago now. Ah, parking. I was oh, parking, yeah. and I deliberately parked around the corner, because the actual venue what, seemed like Blackpool? a bit tricky. No, around <laughs> the corner from the, um, it was an open-air gig on the promenade kind of thing. I've been and there. And I couldn't, um, I couldn't be bothered with the difficulty of getting into this sort oh. of, Open-air gig on the promenade, end of pier. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It was very end of pier. So I turned this corner, and there's this guy who's doing a turn in the road, right? Mm. And... He, doing a turn in the road. Yeah, he was. Oh, not doing a not turn. Not a performance. No, no, no. no. He was doing three a point. three point turn in his little car. Yeah. And uh, he seemed like 
quite an angry looking guy you know windows down and like rrr, driving one of the, with one, one of those, those doing it with fists. one hand on the wheel when they just use the palm of their hand and spin it around you know that oh, yeah yeah and then there was a seagull in his way and so he moved the car a little bit and the seagull didn't move and then he moved it a bit more and the seagull just stayed there <laughs> and then he leaned out of his window and shouted get out of the bleeping way and swore at the seagull effectively oh. <laughs> as if it's yeah. gonna go Oh, well, that's changed everything, because yeah. I understand the English language, and you're angry now. And did you go over and tell him off, like, um, that James Bond film, when, the, is it Live and Let Die, when the bloke shoots the pelican on the thing, and, and, and James Bond goes over and says, what did you have to do that for? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, did he, did he get all about eco-conscience? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, although he's, you know, he kills hundreds of people, James Bond, he will not see a pelican shot for fun. I don't oh. remember that. Oh. Yeah, this man was not a good poster boy for Welcome to Blackpool, which no. is largely fine. I mean, Blackpool... Blackpool, I noticed, the population there has a high percentage of neck tattoos, but other than that, it's um, yeah, it's great, it's lovely. Um, so I did the gig, and I've noticed a change in my, um, in my treatment of the rider at a gig. You know when you have a little oh, port yeah. cabin dressing room We thing? should explain what a rider yeah. is. Yeah, it's mm. the stuff they give you for nothing in your, in your dressing yeah, room. So, <laughs> so you get a few sandwiches and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, this one, I... You know, sometimes you've got a little bag and you take stuff home. Do you do that? You take stuff home from the rider? I'll take you? crisps home, I'll be honest with you. What well, about a candle you get if you want to My rider show? when I was on tour once used to include one pair of black socks and two stamped local postcards. Ah. Oh. That's nice. Well, what about when I went on a private jet? That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. it. No, I did. Okay. when I went on a private jet I was asked, what would you like? And I ordered Haribo Tangfastics. Oh, nice. That was all you... Oh, yeah. that's lovely. I love your humility. <laughs> well, this one... This one, I definitely noticed the changing of the guard in the way Alan Cochrane treats a rider. I put into my bag a big, like, one-litre carton of coconut water. Oh, yeah. They're expensive, aren't they? Like, three or four quid, then. Yeah. Um, left all the beers in the fridge, took a big bar of dark chocolate, yummy, uh, uh. left all the crisps and sugary biscuits and stuff, didn't bother with any of that. Did you take your hand luggage? I had, yeah, I put it all <laughs> in my hand luggage, and all of the soft fruit that was on, like, a little platter, I just shoved it all in my mouth, so I left with that running down my chin, and then just it's left. It's a strange combination, the fruit and the chocolate. Was it chocolate oh. for the family? No, it was for oh. me, I ate it the next day. I think well, I, I mean, pretended to myself that it I was for the I always think that, like, the cleaners and stuff, they, they depend on the stuff not consumed on the riders to live. Well, that's why I, I left the crisps and the popcorn. They're living off well, that Well, the fence is in the dressing room. You don't want to go and print the seams. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> there won't be anything in there. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. What about that giant Lenin head? <laughs> 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 it was um it was unearthed after being buried for 24 years in a german forest what was the statue of lenin doing in a german forest well they went a bit that way didn't they oh of course for they the did. reunification of you may recall they did, yes mm -hmm. so at the time of the reunification it was torn down i believe was it well, people were a bit down on that way of life. Yeah. I suppose they were. Yeah. Did yeah. some old bloke suddenly turn up and hit it with a flip-flop? Yeah. <laughs> like, like when Saddam Hussein's statue Which I still down. do to pictures of exes now. I think do it's you? a good thing to do, yeah. yeah. I just go around with a flip-flop. Oh, I just whacked oh, the microphone wow. with my zeal. Um, anyway, it was unearthed in a German forest. It was outside Berlin, but 
It was a 62-foot monument. The yes. whole statue, I mean, absolutely Come amazing. Come on. It is amazing. And, and they found it this week. If this isn't a good almond for Jeremy Corbyn... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what is. But imagine a... Six, I mean, where's our 62-foot statues of politicians? Yeah. I've got one in my garden of um, Gordon Brown. Gordon <laughs> Brown, it is. I've got... Oh, I've got, got, got Paddy Pants down. To be honest, his, his tummy <laughs> obscures the light for the, my daughter's bedroom window, but I think it's a price worth paying, because yeah. who, who else in the street's got a 62-foot Gordon Brown statue? No one. I'll the head... For nothing. The head alone... Yeah. Weighs three and a half tons. Wow. That a lot. That's a lot of head. That's heavy. Yeah. Wow. Heavy is the head. <laughs> it's not the most flattering likeness. I thought it was quite a good likeness. There's a hint of Richard Stilgo, but I, I actually thought. <laughs> I thought if it came up for auction, John Malkovich should have it. Oh, yeah. It looks very nice. I think it looks a bit like he's in a, one of those silent movies going to put a lady on the rail track. Yeah, there's a, it's a slight yeah. Emperor Ming. Yes, <laughs> definitely. But it is brilliant. I mean, I do like the way the Soviets celebrated stuff with massive statues and pictures and stuff. Good for me, because I've got yeah. a massive statue of a toupee that I was wondering what to do with, and now finally... <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, it's like that'll, 14 that'll foot across, be. that. That's <laughs> brilliant. What a, what's the chances of that? That's really oh, uncommon. The chance. <laughs> it's um, it's well, going to be shown at the Spandau Museum, which is a museum set up by Tony Hadley. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> I should think his head must be, must be what, a ton and a half. <laughs> well, they, what, can you imagine if they had a Spandau Ballet Museum, Frank, with a saxophone oh, and the billowy shirt? Be, and when uh, when two of them was in um, Roy the Rovers, they played for Melchester Rovers. Do you know that? Yeah. I think two or three of them wow. were in the Melchester oh. Rovers team. They play gold on a loop. Of course, my management company, Avalon... Mm-hmm. Who managed me in their, in their foyer? <laughs> in their foyer, they've got um, a Lenin. They have, statue. of course. They've got, they have. They've got Lenin and a Dalek. Yeah, covering covering both ends of the political <laughs> spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so you know, I, I'm, I'm used to having Lenin statues around. I'd like a 62 foot. If that was on eBay, I'd be tempted. Oh, tempted. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to the show this morning. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio.